Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Indie Film Review. I'm Jared, and with me, as always, is Dan. Dan, the host of your new podcast. Yes, the one that you have all been waiting for. Top oh. five ways to have a good podcast. Here we go. Number five. Come up with a good title to your podcast. Oh, Dan. You see, oh. what, what what did I do? Um, that's, are we doing this? Is this what's happening? You Did told you me to prepare new, without me? you you wanted me to branch out and, you know, discover more. So I had to find myself, you know, you gave me some really good advice the other day. You're like, people want to listen to lists. So here I am with a new show <laughs> and you're right, criticizing listen, me. Guys, no, 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 I'm not criticizing. I'm not criticizing. Okay, guys, this is a quick aside for me in the audience. Dan is going through his mid-podcast crisis right now, so we could just humor him. He might do this a little bit. Just, just let him do this. I think he really needs it. Anyway, you want to have a good okay. title for your show. If you have a good title for your show, people are just going to keep filing in, and word of mouth is going to be great. You know, If it rolls off the tongue, you must acquit. I think that's how that goes. <laughs> yeah, really good. Good advice, buddy. Good advice. Hey, um, why don't we do uh, the show? So we watched three really fun short films, didn't we, Dan? Huh? We're having we fun, aren't we, buddy? Yes, we did. Um, we have fun here. Uh, we watched COVID Thoughts by whom? Stuart Brodian. We watched Art Turn Profit by Roberto, who is also the same cool cat who sent us Dear Melissa and a Patreon supporter. And finally, oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. We watched What We Left Behind. Ah, uh, that was sent to us by Lloyd Edgar, another Patreono supporter. Thank you bam, for bam, the Patreon bam, subscribings. Bam, we bam, love bam, you. Bam. We appreciate you. And you reap the benefits. Not yeah, only Patreon. Not only have you, you know, skipped the line, but we'll skip the line to a shorter line. You skipped to our hearts. You skipped to our hearts. And you can still ask us questions at all, at all times. Anytime that, yeah, you are yeah. anytime that you are prescribed to our Patreon, <laughs> you may ask us questions. <laughs> Take two and call me in the morning. Please. That's funny. That's funny. That's a Nick Cage reference. Anyways. Um... <laughs> All right. Let's 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 start reviewing these films. We can't have too much fun. We got to be serious here. You're right. We're having too much fun. Dan, we're breaking those rules you made up. Anyways, if you have too much fun, then it, it ruins it. Anyways. Okay. So our first film we're going to cover is COVID Thoughts by Stuart Brodian. He sent this to us a while ago. So... Um, we're finally uh, getting to it, and Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about COVID Thoughts? COVID Thoughts is a self-film. I like that he, mm. I like that he coined his own term to, to describe his own mm. film, which is awesome. So yeah. basically, it's 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 what you would think it is. It's a selfie film. Like he used yeah. an iPhone yeah. and took selfies of himself, just musing philosophically about all of his frustrations about COVID and the lockdowns. Yeah. And, you know, you just it's a five minute film about that. And you got to delve into his own thoughts about um, the pandemic at large. So, yeah, he released this in January, January, yeah, January of this year. So pandemic in the U.S. has been going on for at about least a, a year, year yeah. at that time when he released Number this, four, so. do not talk over uh, your co-host if you have a co-host, because people okay. talking over each other is very, very distracting, and you won't get to hear everything that everybody needs to hear. 
Yeah. Continue. COVID thoughts. COVID thoughts. My initial thoughts on COVID thoughts. See what I did? Is uh, pretty well made. You yeah. know, for like a little handheld camera film. Um, he, so he did. He did it. He did a vertical camera instead of horizontal camera. I don't know if that was intentional or not, yeah, it but totally it didn't really bother me too much. Well, because whenever you have the the vertical strip, there's an option to make it make the backdrop instead of a straight black backdrop. It's just a magnified mm-hmm. version of what you're actually seeing, and it's all blurry. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. I'm I'm starting to like that aesthetic. I never used to like the vertical bars, but it's mm. something about it's growing on me. I'm fine with vertical bars, but I want them to be black. Like, I don't want anything on this. Oh, I just want to so be focused a, on what I'm seeing. You're a purist. You're a vertical bar purist. I guess I so. I guess so. Because, like, seeing the uh, the blown up stuff in the back, I kept looking at it and I kept I prefer that. Oh, okay. I mean, so, hey. I mean, I guess I agree you know? to disagree. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and this will definitely not break the podcast up. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are having too much fun today. Um, I'll say, yeah, it was well put together. His edits, a lot of them were pretty clean. There were some times where he would cut very abruptly to like one thing for one second. I th- probably like, oh, I saw a cool thing. Like there was like a bug on his window. Sh- yeah, like the B roll. Yeah, that he he took a little thing of. That probably could have been cut out just because of it didn't really fit with everything and it, it just happened so fast. Like I like the transition shots. But sometimes they were just too abrupt. But the music was good. He scored it himself. I'm pretty yes, sure he, he did. he did all the music for it. The only thing the only thing he did not do was um, edit. He had somebody else edit it together. Oh, nice. Okay, good catch. So, yeah. Um, when you saw him, Dan, my question to you, uh, when he said he was a musician, did things like click in your head? You're like, oh, yeah, now that hair makes sense. No, I mean, because <laughs> he's got I, this long, gorgeous hair. Do I? I mean, I guess that does make sense to me. But like, I, I don't know. I have long hair, so I'm never quick to judge a man and say, oh, but you're he must, a musician. I am a musician. Does that mean all musicians have long hair? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I see. I've been I've been outed. <laughs> I've been outed as a musician. Guys, help. See, you're the only musician I know, and that, therefore, vis-a-vis, ergo, that means anyone else who kind of looks like you does all the things that you do, okay? I need to stop talking. Dan, did you want to talk any more about COVID thoughts? I love the AIDS comment. And you thought the era of AIDS ended casual sex, huh? <laughs> mm. Commenting on COVID. Yeah. Um yeah. And I also said, I feel for this guy. I also miss going to open mics. I feel really bad for him. Like, there's something about going to an open mic and performing. It's 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 liberating, and it, it really sucks that I haven't been able to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Then he starts to attack America outright, which mm-hmm. I... Yeah, agree- he gets a little spicy. I, I, I kind of agree with him, but I also was liking the fact that it was just philosophical musings and not not biting people he's he just mm-hmm. he just started to bite people and he had a really good point but it, it, just, it i guess it just caught me off guard yeah it really i don't know if it fit with the tone because yeah out of nowhere he just started calling people pigs for like littering and well i mean they are everywhere. i mean and i mean they are and they're doing that but it, i don't know it just kind of felt weird within the flow of how this was going of the yeah Short, I guess. His comment about um, 
33, it's probably more than 33 now, but 33 countries won't let the United States enter their, their borders. And that's, that's where he started calling Americans pigs because like, it's no wonder Mm. we can't go anywhere during this time of crisis. So while he has a good point, um, and I do miss traveling, it's, it, it did, it did it upset the tone of a movie for me. My last big thing is these like topics on COVID just because we're literally living in it right now. It's not something I'm necessarily interested in watching. So this subject wasn't, it didn't captivate me really, but I think what he did was very interesting. Yeah. And the way it was put together was interesting and his music was good. So I think other people will like this. I'm just not, I'm like, I don't need to hear about COVID. I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in it right now. So it's like, no, thanks. Maybe like 10 well, years from now, people will be like, oh, let's hear some stuff about COVID. I don't think, because I'm the opposite. I think I would rather listen to it now and years later, it's not going to hold the same weight because what this did for me was just kind of affirmed all the thoughts that I'm feeling and and gave me mm. some form of outlet to just say, I feel you, man. Or he's essentially telling me, I feel you, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it it felt, it felt, um, not affirming. That's not the right word I want to use it. it, Comforting, I guess. Like I'm not the only one who feels this way, you know? And I I feel like people can latch onto that, which you wouldn't be able to do after COVID. That's true. So that's enough of that. Yeah. Let's talk about art turn profit, uh, sent to us by rubber fly boy. No, Rob flyer boy, Rob flyer boy, who is Roberto, our number one, best boy. We have a lot of number one, best boys. (laughs) We do. We have several number one, best boys, but they're all, it's like having a favorite son and you tell each of your sons that That they are your favorite. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, Jared, but that's just so they won't murder each other. Here's my question. Speaking of murder, um, let's talk yeah. about Art Turn Profit. <laughs> Spoiler. Right. Jared, Spoilers. here's a question for you. Wait, Did- you got to tell us what it's about, Dan. Okay, so Art Turn Profit is pitched or thrown to you as a self-help video for making films and making art. But it's you slowly realize that his art is a snuff film and he's murdering all his friends who, mm-hmm. who volunteer to help him. And it's, it's pretty great. It's ingenious. It's, great. it's absolutely ingenious. But Jared, here's my question. Did you think sure. in the first 30 seconds to a minute of this film that he sent us the wrong video? Um, <laughs> cause I'm I like, I couldn't tell if it was a parody or not at first, Yeah, me but either. like literally the first thing he said, I started laughing. I was laughing so hard. He was just like, it's like his inflection. He was like, and you can be, yeah, <laughs> like you can turn your art into profit. As, as soon as, like, as soon as he said that, as soon as he said no. that, I'm like, this must be a parody. But like at, the, at first I'm like, oh. what is why why am I watching him giving me advice about <laughs> movies, <laughs> making movies? Well, if you go look at some I went I went to his uh cuz he linked us to his YouTube mm-hmm. and um I went and saw some of his older videos and he does stuff like this and some of them are, are, are really fun. Like okay. I watched one where it was uh, uh dating tips. Oh so nice. It was like a, a a trick scam dating advice thing. It's like top 5 tricks to get all the girls and it's basically similar to this. And uh, it, it was it was really fun. <laughs> oh man, I love it. So okay, number three. Oh, make sure 
Whenever you talk into the microphone, you talk directly into the microphone. We do not want to hear illegible words. You're right, Dan. You're right. That's right. You're right. Back okay. to our show. Um, so, critiquers on this guy. I think the intro, he kept doing a lot of cuts to the same cut. And I say this a lot, but. Cuts to the cut. I don't like it. When you're cutting to the same cut, I don't like Now, unless this is intentionally emulating these YouTube videos that these guys make, because they do this all the time in these types of YouTube videos. I get that, but I don't, it, it was a little annoying to, I, I, and I also kind of wish it was a more like uh higher energy, like more dynamic cuts, higher energy of you being like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, you know, like change your whole life and blah, blah, blah. Like really get like preacher man about it. You know, mm -hmm. Like you're, you're trying to sell this product, this crazy new fun idea that's going to really get you all the subscribers and the passive income. I love that. The buzzwords that he uses. <laughs> See, I, I love I, the buzzwords that he uses. Like, I, I absolutely love oh, this man. film. Um, so cringe. Let me, let me talk about some of the things that I really liked. Um, sure. Do I agree with giving the audience what they want? And I like the fact that he. No. Yeah. I like the fact that he. <laughs> He's making a point here, and this is what I think his point is. Mm -hmm. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but the joke was in that moment, um, I went to a studio exec with my film, Dear Melissa, and I'm like, hey, I want to make this film. And the studio exec said, uh, that's a stupid film. You want to give the audience what you want. And then he's like, and I agree. That's all you want to do. But what is he giving the audience in this moment? It's a snuff film, right? Which is more often than not realistic violence. Like how often do you see on television mm -hmm. and in films more and more, like as we progress as a society, violence becomes more real. Like just mm -hmm. like the gritty nature of intense visual violence is becoming so commonplace that I think that's what he's making a comment yeah. on. Yeah. And then also it's the people who hold the money to help you make that film. If you don't make the type of film they want, you're just not making a film. Unless right. Unless you self-finance. And if it's gratuitous and violence. That's so fucking hard to do. Exactly. Yeah. If, but if it's gratuitous violence, then isn't that fucked up that as a society, we're just becoming more and more desensitized to the most heinous shit imaginable? Now that you bring it up, yeah, it does really kind of make me think about it. What should you do? Like, go to them like, hey, listen, I haven't made anything yet. <laughs> but... You tell me what you want, and I'll make it. I mean, it's it's good to live within parameters, you know, like mm. having someone put rules on you, I think can create better art, but not in this way, not in the way of like a producer who's only trying to make money instead of making a good film. Right. Because they, they did this with George Lucas in the Star Wars. He had a lot of very interesting ideas and a lot of crazy stuff he wanted to do. And he had a lot of people there helping him rein it in. They're like, rein it in, George. This shit's crazy. We got to make an actual story. And he's like, what if they're all frogmen? He's like, no, no, George. You can't have a real big be a frog. Oh, we had frogmen. Jared, the concept of this film, the actual concept that I didn't necessarily talk about at the very beginning. Um, I gave you the yeah. gist of it, but the actual concept, the plot of this film, if you will, mm -hmm. is he is a contemporary streamer that murders his friends for money. 
Yes. Like it, it's, it, I forgot to add the layer of he's a streamer. Like he's on Twitch every night. Yeah. Murdering he's, his yeah. friends. <laughs> and I yeah. love that concept. It reminded me a lot of, uh, of a movie called Spree that came out a year mm. ago. Have you seen it? No. It's good. It's a similar story, but he drives people around in a, in a car mm-hmm. and he uh, feeds them drugs and then kills them and he keeps escalating more and more and more to get better likes like more and more likes and at first people don't think it's real and then once they start to realize oh no he's actually killing people his viewership starts to rise up and up and up which is his point which is what our dear friends rob point is like and that's that's kind of my thoughts on violence it's like why are people so fascinated by violence? A um, couple things mm, about I mean, Rob's, we've been fascinated since the dawn of time, I right? Know. I mean, Coliseum and everything. Anyway, the, one of the best lines in the film that he had was, he looks in the camera, he's like, your friends want to help you achieve your dream. And like <laughs> the guy is just tied up and he's he's dying. Um, Holy shit, I love it. He's like, we've been collaborators for so long. <laughs> this is one of my ride or dies. There was a really silly close-up on uh, Billy Bass that made me laugh a lot. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, I, like I just, that. I like Billy Bass a lot. Um, but I just, I want to commend him on the acting because he mm-hmm. was he was doing up that cheese and he was really good at it. So I think yeah. it worked. Um, more lines from the Billy Bass. That's yes, what I'll say. More lines from I feel Billy like Bass. If you're gonna hire, if you're gonna hire Billy Bass to be in your film, it's like it's like hiring Nick Cage and having him not talk throughout the entire film. Oh, like it's Willy's like, Wonderland? On. Yeah, fuck that. Movie. Yeah, like Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> fuck that movie. <laughs> more like Willy's Fuckerland. Yeah, you're burnt. Number two, fly across the country oh, okay. and sneak into your co-host room and tickle his balls and kiss him on the cheek what at the night fuck what the fuck dan did you do that what I, the fuck i plead the fifth what the fuck dan what the fuck okay <laughs> god <sighs> anyways that's art turn profit i liked it i enjoyed it i, I did it was too. fun i feel i'm really disturbed i just i feel violated <laughs> i feel like something's wrong something's really wrong your wife gave me the key. <laughs> I don't know if I can continue doing this episode. She's in on it, but anyways, boy. Oh, boy. Thank you, Roberto, for sending us Art Turned Profit. Oh, Dan, do you have any final thoughts on Art Turned Profit? Um, watch continue? it. Uh, I'm going to link I'm gonna link all these films in the show description. Um, we will promote them. Hell yeah. Uh, Art and Profit, it's a nice 11-minute watch. It's silly. It's fun. Mm. It, if you like horror movies. Yeah. He, he, overall, it's like a nice package deal, I think. My favorite bit was the cleaning montage. I really like that. Yes. He's like, nobody likes a dirty studio or something. And he goes through and like cleans all the different blood. And he's like, and the, the severed head prop was really cool. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty rad. I like that a lot. Okay. All right, now we're getting into what we left behind, like a severed head, question mark, by Lloyd Edgar, Patreon supporter. Thank you so much for supporting us. What we left behind Um, is a film about a breakup. It is a film. It's one of them bummer movies. You know, Mm. you feel sad after watching Mm it. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A girl goes away. Yeah, she goes away to college, and then she 
She's trying to figure out whether she wants to break up with him or not after a series of conversations that they have while she's away at university. This film is exquisitely shot. It is beautiful. I agree. One scene I was about to mention the composition. It's very early in the film where you have the two characters under the covers looking at each other. And there's oh there's a close-up of the guy, but then whenever they cut to the close-up of a girl, half her face is shrouded by a pillow, and her her like her beautifully colored eye is just like staring straight into the camera. And that scene, the way it's composed, is so smart and so beautiful. It's amazing. Oh. And every scene is that. Yeah. Every scene looks that nice. Yeah. It's so good. Um, the music is great. I liked basically every single thing about this. I thought the plot was smart. I thought the pacing was good. Okay, that was about I was about to say the best thing about this film is the pacing. Maybe maybe oh second best because he knows how Lloyd knows how to pace a short film. Listener of the show may know I used to be a screener for a short film festival where where I live. And um so many short films just like don't know what pacing is and they tried to fit so much shit and like it's a messy breakup Mm -hmm. and he gets you from point a in time to point b in time so quickly it's yeah it's clean and it's it's wonderful so i was very impressed with the editing absolutely yeah like 14 minutes passed and the film was over the film was over and i was like oh film's over okay and i just it, it it went by so quickly it's such a mark of a good film because I was not bored a single time watching it. And the story is a pretty simple story, but it managed to get me so well. And Dan, I don't even want to spoil the ending. Yeah, we won't. I think the ending is so good. There's a little surprise at the end. Are we and talking about I the loved same it surprise? so much. It's the picture frame. Oh, I thought you were talking about the very end whenever the the girl says thank you and then the boy says i love you too like he misheard her oh no did you catch that that's so fucked up no i yeah. didn't that's fucked up yeah it, it is but oh. my favorite part of the film jared is how disjointed the narrative is it keeps jumping back and forth in time and it's it's almost mm. exactly like you are flashing through all the good and bad shit of a relationship in that moment of it's over. Yeah. And that is, yeah. it was, it's such a smart way to construct this specific narrative. Cause it's all about, um, you, you know, the breakup, the messiness, the, the emotion. Yeah. In it. And amazingly never confused the entire time you're watching these jumps back yeah. and forth. I completely knew where I was in the story at all times. That's really hard to do. So amazing work. This thing is, man, just when I thought, like, it feels like this year we're getting such good short films. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the year of short films for us, (laughs) where they're just, like, hitting them out of the freaking park. Ah, what a good movie. Um, I like the scene where the guy is begging the girl to stay on the phone. She's like, please, 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 let's just keep talking because she's away now, right? Mm-hmm. And and she's like, no, I should, I gotta go, I gotta go. And then 
And then he's like, oh, oh, okay. I, I guess she can go. And then like they keep going back and forth on it. She's like, oh, all right, I'll stay. She's like, no, 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 you don't have to stay. It, it just gets so like cringy. You're like, no, please. Yeah. What is happening? Okay. What did you think was going on with the girl though? Do you think she just, because when your significant other says they want a fresh start mm-hmm. somewhere else, that usually means you're not in the picture, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was kind of thinking like, ooh, fresh start means... Uh, I'm gonna le- like it already felt like she wanted to break up exactly with him. that's what I felt like she left From to break up with him but she felt too guilty to do it immediately so she just kind of let him on yes. unfortunately and it, it yes. was, it, that's what kind of made it sloppy and messy and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and they were in the I love you phase right I mean he was sobbing like a babe yeah. when he drove off and left and left her at the airport or whatever so this shit got messy uh, was there something else you wanted to say? Well, this film kind of like brought, it's something that happens in a lot of different films. It's not just, it's not only this film that does it, but this film, the way it was shot brought attention to it. There's this amazing scene where um, Sam, the girl, she's laughing into the camera. Like it's a, it's a close up shot of her face. And she's I looking. I fucking love those so much. I love that so much. Directly into the camera. And I I'm I always find it amazing. Like, how do actors get these incredible full-on face close-ups staring directly into the camera? That has to be super difficult. You know, yeah. you're you're like a camera's like front and center in your face, and you have to act natural like it's a human being. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, just really good acting throughout all this. One critique I'll say, too much crying liquids. <laughs> so we have characters in this where they really put the fake cry juice on. And um, it, 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 there was one point where an actor, he just his entire face was covered in cry juice. <laughs> and I'm like, um, we need to maybe dab some of that off. It's, hey it's man. a little much. It's a little much. Cry juice is amazing. Okay. Number two, introduce Cry Juice. No, 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 no. That is my (laughs) podcast. You make your own. Uh, And we're on number one, by the way. Number one. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Show him the bottle of poison and don't tell him where you put it. Mm. Hmm. Well. My okay, rider die. Uh, so yeah. My rider die. He's been um, with me for this whole podcast, and uh, oh god damn it! The, you know he'll do anything for me, and especially eat the the food that I put in front of him. Dan, it could be, if the ratings go it up, could I be, will do anything. <laughs> it could be in the mashed potatoes. It could be in the meatloaf. It could be in the peas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to eat. Then you this. know I don't eat peas. Well, I will sell out so hard. That's all. I'm just, I'm ready to, and I'm willing. That's all I'm going to say. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> I'm ready. You want me to sell some cornflakes? I'll do it. They're oh, great. That's how what he sounds like, right? Tony the Tiger? Yeah, Tony the Tony. The Tony. Just follow your nose. They're magically... They're magic... Magic-sly. Magic-sly. <laughs> Silly rabbit, tricks are for honeybees. One more thing I want to talk about in this film, yes. just to praise how amazing it was uh, composed, you know. So there was a scene where 
there's an overhead shot and we're just swooping over. It's like a direct overhead shot. Mm. And I'm like, man, this looks so nice. And it, it, it swoops over a beach and then that beach fades into the uh, the female main character at like a subway. Mm-hmm. Like the water becomes what it is fading into. And that was done so well. I watched it twice. Anyways, um, yeah. Was there anything else you want to talk about? No, I, I, from any I, of the films. I, that's what I was going to say. Just uh, final thoughts on everything. Like each one of them kind of hit me in a spot that I wasn't expecting it to hit me in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like short films, uh, I, I don't know. They can be difficult to watch, but I don't. Every short film that we've got submitted to us recently has been really good. Good, right? Like it makes me restore. It's it's restoring my faith in short films mm, a lot mm. of the time. Because like even if it's even if it's not like a certain piece of content that I'm interested in, it's still well done. It's still like well composed, even for like a freaking handheld. Like, I'm just going to film a thing. So, like, whoever did the editing on, on that one, COVID Thoughts, I thought did good. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for submitting. Keep submitting. Keep please. submitting. All right. Um, I think we're done. Guys, listeners, wonderful people. With me in your ear holes, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. You can subscribe to our Patreon like two of our featured films here did. Um, Or you can't. Does not matter to me. Does not matter to Jared. But the $5 tier is for filmmakers who want their film bumped up past the six-month waiting list. The Necropodicon is a place, a place you can go to check out other podcasts like us. Ooh, getting spicy. Uh, the Necropodicon, if you go there, you can click on the link to join the Discord and come hang out with us and talk. And we just like we say things and stuff. And uh, you should do that. And a couple podcasts that you might be interested are Sons of the Fathers. Ooh, so spoopy. It is a tabletop role-playing game-o-podcasto that I am on. And it's like sci-fi, Call of Cthulhu rules, really spooky alien stuff. There's like time travel sometimes. It just gets crazy and spooky. And I love it. I love it. It's so much fun. I love playing weird characters and... You know, making people cry. That's what I'm into. <laughs> I don't know. And then uh, another podcast I like a lot is uh, Gunpowder Treason No Plots. They are fucking killing it over there. The DM is out of control. He's so good. He plays all these different characters. I don't know how he does it, because whenever I do a DM for anything, it's just this voice. <laughs> and then maybe like this. And it's like I'm a Muppet. I'm terrible. You are a Muppet. But yeah, Gunpowder... I know I am. I made a felt gunpowder trees and no plot. Amazing. <laughs> Check them out. Uh, they do very dark fantasy D and D tabletop role play. Super good. I like them a lot And they mix in Cthulhu stuff too. There's like the man in yellow gets hinted at mm. There's some weird shit. I love that kind of stuff. So yeah, sons of the fathers gunpowder trees and no plot. Check them out. Dan. Yes. <sighs> I don't want to do this, but you have the final word. 
New podcast, top five ways to end a podcast. Number five. Hey, it's your best friend, Danny here. If you enjoy art, literature, or the creative process, you may enjoy the comedy podcast, Grow Out of It. You may even learn something about your long-lost childhood self. Or you might just get something like this. Mason and I hadn't really talked much. Besides our first encounter and the occasional HELP ME STAND UP! We hadn't had a need to really <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.